if you're not using video already to grow your business, then it is an absolute must. And my guest today is going to share with you why you need to have video in your business, how to do it, and how to market yourself through video in this very uh, different economy we have found ourselves in. So please sit back and enjoy this interview with Kelly Gallant of Hitchflix Media. Kelly is the owner of Hitchflix Media. Hitchflix Media is a video-centric digital marketing service that helps businesses achieve measurable results. Whether it's increasing leads, sales conversions, or average order profits, Hitchflix Media provides innovative and personalized video solutions. Kelly has achieved success for her clients by focusing on learning their businesses from the inside out and ensuring the tools she provides are effective at achieving the desired results. When it comes to what drives Kelly, her why is to share and communicate knowledge creatively so that people are inspired. And I promise you, you will be inspired by this interview to start using video if you're not already, and you'll be inspired to use it even more effectively if you are using it. I learn from Kelly every time I sit down and talk with her. So I know you're gonna get a lot of value out of this one. Kelly, thank you so much for coming on today and for for coming on and sharing your expertise about video with us. Thank you for having me. So you and I have had a few talks about the importance of video and video marketing especially. And now I think more than ever with everything that's going on out there, I think business owners are really looking for other opportunities and ways to market themselves and get in front of their audience and stay present and relevant. So I thought I could have you on today to talk about how people are adapting. So how are businesses adapting in this current situation and how can they be using video right now? Yeah. Um, you know, I think everybody went through a little bit of original like shock and paralyzed fear. Um, <laughs> yes. But um, I, the businesses that have gotten creative and have, um, are starting to think about how they can do business in different ways are moving to video. Video is how people are communicating right now. And um, businesses who have been doing video are thinking about how they can do video differently um, with, the, with the climate that we have right now. So I'm directing people on Zoom calls. I'm doing Zoom interviews and editing that um, and adding titles and, and making it look, look good and um, delivering that for people to use for social and email marketing. So um, video, I agree, is more important now than ever. It's something people can do at home on their computers or on their phones. So um, all business owners, I think, have that option available to them right now. That's awesome. And how has, how has this affected your business? Have you changed the direction you're taking or your approach in any way? Well, I, I can't go out to clients um, <laughs> and film them in studio. Right. Um, so that has changed. As I said, I'm directing people on services like Zoom. But also, um, my business, probably more than half of my business is at animated video and explainers. So that actually doesn't change. Um, I think that the need to provide information is, is certainly still there and my clients are still doing that. And in many, for many um, cases, 
animated explainers are still the best avenue to do that because they're visual and audit auditory learning that um, provides easy to understand concepts for people. Can you tell us a little bit about what an animated explainer video is? Yeah, well, I would be willing to bet that all of your listeners have seen one. I've seen stats out there to say that like 98% of people have watched an animated explainer. It's the, it's just a cartoon-like video that uses um, animation to explain products and services. We get to see, we sometimes you'll see characters that are going through the process of what a business. Uh, how a business service works or it's using or how they can use businesses products I'm, I'm sure you've seen an animated explainer out there. Yes, absolutely. I can think of a few that I've seen yeah. and they're they're so cool I definitely want to get one at some point. We'll be We'll be talking about setting something up for me <laughs> Yeah There I, I I love animated explainers just because they um, for for com companies that are large and may not have a face for um, their brand, that's, that's a really great option. For business owners who maybe don't want to um, be on camera or have really difficult to understand concepts, um, animated explainers are great for that. That's awesome. Is there a difference between, like, if people watch an animated explainer video or a, like a, a live person, explain it. Are there any differences in stats in terms of how people watch it or how they consume that content? Um, I, I think that when going back to the hard, harder to grasp concepts, I think animated explainers are much more effective at um, having clients retain the information and um, understand it. Whereas there, there's a place for people to speak directly on camera and to their clients in businesses where you need to build the no like and trust factor, build rapport. Um, you know, video is the next best thing to face to face communication. So, um, the animated explainers or motion graphic style videos just have that visual concept, um, which also engages and entertains people more than a talking head video um, on social media where the first few seconds of the video are silent and up to 80% of people watch videos on silent. Um, animated videos can really grab people's attention oh, yeah. in, the, in the news feed. Yeah, I bet. Now, how about some of the trends in video right now? Like, because we hear all kinds of different things and I'm sure it's always changing about how long a person watches or um, what they're watching, like what's working. So what's working right now to get attention on social media? Well, for many years, it was like, make it shorter, make it shorter, make it shorter. And um, I've found, and I think um, following industry trends have found, it really depends on where customers are in your journey, in your client journey. So certainly, you know, the more they are in that lead stage and just kind of finding out about you, shorter videos can be really effective um, for ads, 30, 15, 30 seconds. But that doesn't mean to say a long video isn't going to be effective at that 
um, stage either. Um, but certainly the longer that they are, that they follow you in your, in your pipeline and in your, in your journey, the, the longer the videos can get. Um, I actually don't think there is an answer for how long a video should be. But the one, the biggest mistake that I see business owners and videographers and video production companies make is trying to put too much into a video and then it being far too long. It's better to just do, you know, one, one purpose for a video. And I think actually you do a great job at that. You just, um, put your video content to follow, to just have one thing to focus on. Okay, that's good to hear. That makes me feel good. Because of course, as we're talking, I'm thinking, well, what do I do? And am I doing the right thing? <laughs> so that's very comforting to hear that. Thank you. <laughs> now, what is, you mentioned a videographer. You mentioned video production. Like, what are the differences between those and marketing agencies? And all, what, because to me, yeah. in my mind, I, I know I blur it all together as one thing. Yeah, and um in my mind, a videographer is somebody who can, knows how to run a camera, knows how to um, make you look good and get you on video, but they don't have the marketing uh, side of things and understand how to distribute and conceptualize an, an, a message that is going to uh, help businesses get results. And early on in my career, I just wanted to please my clients. So they would come to me with an idea and I'd say, okay, sure, let's do that. But I, it wasn't, they, they weren't getting the results that they, that they wanted because they're business owners. You know, they might have a, a really cool idea just because they're attached to it and um, it may not be the best idea for what they want to do in their business. So video marketers, video agent production agencies tend to ask a lot more questions up front about a client's business to understand the process, understand their goals and where they're having challenges and create tools to help businesses through that, through that. And also distribute and measure and track those, uh, those tools as well. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's really clear. Um, how would someone go about hiring a video production company? Um, this kind of goes back to, to what I was saying. I think, first of all, um, many business owners do wear many hats. If you have had success in marketing and you know your company, maybe a videographer may be the right route for you. But if you really do have a challenge in your business that you want video to help with, Hiring a video marketing agency or video production company that has the expertise to go through a discovery process with your business and learn about your business um, is what is what you're what you want to look for. And then I would say, if you if you go that route, hand it over to the expertise experts. Yes, you know your business like nobody else, but video marketers know their business as well. They follow the trends, they know what works, and um, you you may need to stand back and let them uh, do, do what they do best too. Yeah, and I can definitely see from, you know, thinking about my clients and myself as well is 
we think we know what people need to hear, what the messaging and what kind of content we should be putting out. And that might not actually be what the, what's the most effective in terms of marketing the business. So having yeah. that person who's the expert in video production, who knows like this is, these are the videos that people need to see. And this is how it needs to be put together to convey the message. Cause often what we think is important for people to hear is not actually what's important. Yeah. Right. Or it, it may be important that for them to hear that, but if the end goal is getting a sale, getting a client, turning a client into a, into a fan, then, um, you need to have that in mind and set your ego aside. <laughs> what they think people want to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So in terms of you know, people listening right now and they're sitting at home and if they're thinking about making some videos while, you know, while they're stuck at home right now, what are, are there some key videos that every business should have or that each business owner should be thinking of making or does it really vary based on the business? Um, it does vary based on the business. However, I think some basic videos are, um, certainly a landing page video, client testimonials. Those are always beneficial, but I would suggest to businesses to sit down, look at their client journey or pipeline and look at all of the places that they can use video, look at all the places they're interacting or have an opportunity to interact with clients and see if video could work there. Um, it, with, with people at home right now, it could be as simple as a Zoom call or recording something with your phone. And um, you could look at adding value to your clients right now who, um, if, you've, if you've got something that's really gonna help people now or even later, finding a way to um, communicate with them now is important. Um, so yeah, map out that client journey and see where you can add some video into it. Okay. I do also um, a few other things that I know that are going on right now, not in my business, but in um, the colleagues of mine, um, an interesting story. There was a, uh, one of my colleagues recently got approached by a door to door door salesperson like in the last few days. Oh, this person sells door to door, um, solar panels. So he certainly has something of value that people could use down the road and, and now, but he can't go to door to door to sell it anymore. Yeah. And so he's, he turned to video for that. Nice. So, um, yeah, when you're, at home thinking about video, um, it's important to try and to really get creative on how you can use it or find somebody who can help you do that. Yes, absolutely. And then where should we be distributing our videos? Cause there's so many platforms and there's so many places and it can be overwhelming, yeah. I think for a lot of, a lot of us business owners. So yeah, put them. Well, YouTube is still the most popular place for video content. However, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram are the most effective um, in B2C and B2B business. Um, but most importantly, like anybody in the um, social media world would likely tell you to go to where your clients are and um, don't, um, 
don't try to do too many things at once. Do, do one platform really, really well. And hopefully um, you know where your clients are and that's the platform that they're following you on. Um, and this just came up in a client meeting today that is worth uh, repeating is always, always, always upload native content. If you have a video that you recorded in Zoom, don't post the link to Zoom. Download the video and upload the video in Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever it is so that you actually get some uh, better organic traffic with that. Oh, that's good to know. That's a good tip. And when it comes to say, um, this was just something on my mind the other day, because you know I do a lot of live videos through Facebook and then often I'll download those, I save them and I've started putting them on LinkedIn. And I was thinking today, I'm like, is that the best way to do it on LinkedIn? Or should that be, cause it's such a different audience. Is that, I don't know, is it better to record it directly in LinkedIn or to do a more professional, like polished looking video for LinkedIn or does it matter? I don't think you have to be more professional and polished for LinkedIn. Um, unless the client you're trying to approach there is is different. Um, I think if your clients like you on and on Facebook, they'll like you on LinkedIn as well. Um, however, live video, yes, is certainly more. Um, you know, you get a little bit more organic reach if you do native live than uploading. So, um, I wouldn't. I don't think you need to redo the video to put it on LinkedIn. You might need to tweak the messaging a little bit. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Cause I'm starting, I think I was starting to overthink it and overanalyze and think like, well, maybe it should be different or maybe it should be. So that's good to know. Yeah. yeah. And it's okay to do that. Like you record one video. Is it okay to sort of use that on all the platforms and reuse stuff that way? I think it is because um, everyone who's had a Facebook page or an Instagram, um, for a long time has seen the, uh, organic reach fall dramatically. So you know that all of your clients aren't on Facebook or all of your potential customers on Facebook aren't seeing that one piece of content. Right. Um, unless perhaps if you have a group, um, and all of your, and all of them won't see it on the other platform as well. So I do think it's important to, um, to I think you can um, cross post uh, um, the same content. And on, on that as well, um, one other thing that you can do if, since you're looking at moving over to LinkedIn and to focus more on LinkedIn is go through your content on Facebook and Instagram over the last year or whatever, oh. repurpose it. Um, look at the content on your website, your blogs, repurpose it, create a video from the blog using, um, images or, and text using free programs like Canva, even video, it, there's a place for images and blogs and, um, and all types of content, but video still is the most effective content. So repurposing that content, thinking about whether you can move it into a video format and and post it. Oh, fantastic. These are all such great tips. I, don't, I feel like I'm learning so much from you right now. I'm excited. I'm glad. I hope uh, it's been valuable to your listeners as well. It has been. I'm sure it has been for sure. Um, I'm also curious to know about 
uh, tracking the, the ROI on video. So how do we know if what we're doing is effective? Right. That goes back to deciding what your single purpose is for the videos. If the purpose of your video is to increase traffic to your website, then you can make sure that the tracking is in place using Google Analytics or your um, website software to do that. And yes, certainly track it. Um, tracking ads, video ads, is, is very easy with all of the, um, the back end in place on, on Facebook or LinkedIn. And um, just really connecting to what your purpose is and having that in place and having figuring out how you're going to track it as well. Okay. Is it link clicks? Is it actual calls? Um, and the a video pr production company, a video agency, or a social media marketing agency is going to make sure that the button that you put on social media is optimized to track what it is that you're looking for. It's going to send people to the website or a call or a message if that's what you're really tracking and what and want to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important to track all that stuff. And I know that, I know that myself, I'm terrible at tracking because that's not the fun part, right? Like for me, I know the fun part's creating the video and then uh, not following through with the tracking and knowing if that's effective, which is why I think it's important that people work with professionals because that's what you know how to do extremely well. I mean, creating the video of course as well, but also tracking it and using it effectively because as creative entrepreneurs, like we don't, we, we get excited about creating the content and then that's, that's yeah. it. Right? I actually um, call me nerd. Seeing the tracking excites <laughs> me because I know that what I'm doing for my clients is working. Um, and if it's not, you know, changing the strategy for that. Um, but the, for business owners who are investing time and not money, perhaps if they're doing things themselves, um, determining an ROI is still important because what is the time that you're putting into creating these resources and how do you determine if that's worth your time investment? Um, because by the end of it, if you spent a lot of hours doing that when you could have been doing something else, that um, to grow your business is not um, the best thing for your business. However, as somebody who enjoys doing something, doing things that are creative as well, that's a, an important outlet for me to, to have. And um, I suspect for you too, just to um, have some enjoyment in your business. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some other tools that Hitchflix uses to support your clients' videos? Yeah, that when it comes to that comes to the, some of the tracking um, methods as well and the distribution. So um, we have a few clients that are large sales teams. And so using tools for email marketing automation is a really useful way to cut down on the time for, to manually send out individual emails with videos in them. So um, automating video messages based on what clients are doing on your website, where clients are in your pipeline, or how long they've been with you, what they may have clicked on your website. 
um, are all important tools that um, can be implemented to increase that increase results in that um, ROI as well. Cool. And you mentioned email marketing. So is there, is it more effective if you send a video in an email versus just text? Yes, absolutely. Um, I've seen stats that I, I've seen stats that say when you use the, when you use the word video in a subject line, it increases click through rates by up to 600%. Wow. I, in my own personal, um, clients I've seen more like 70% or something like that um, but yes certainly um, and also one important thing for best practices if you are going to use a video in an email you can't email the video you need to have a link um, and so using an animated gif where which is visual and um, flashy when people open the email for them to click on and drive to your website with the video content is um, what I do to for my clients to just streamline that the the journey where customers stay in the client's brand and um, are focused. If you're sending them to YouTube, people are going to get distracted by oh right whatever. Um, whatever they've been watching on the, on the side of the YouTube screen. Oh, that makes so much sense. Cause I've done it before where I've sent people directly to YouTube. But as soon as you said that, I was like, of course, why wouldn't I want them to go to my website and stay in my website? If they're going to click anywhere else, it should be within my own site. Right. That makes. Yeah. And then have that call to action button, whether it's in your video or below your video um, for where you want, what you want them to do next. Oh, that's amazing. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting excited right now. I'm having all these ideas. You can see my wheels spinning of like, what do I want to do with video? And I want to go create some stuff right now. Yeah. I'm curious to know how you got into doing video and how Hitchflix Media came to be. Okay. Um, well, I've had a few different, um, uh, a wide array of experience. Um, I have, I got my Bachelor of Journalism from Carleton University. Cool. I wanted to, I told by my family that even at the age of 10, I would say, oh, I'm going to do that someday and point at the, at the people in the news. And um, after graduating, I thought, okay, I'm going to go get myself a job at a news station. That didn't happen <laughs> right away. So after teaching English in Japan for a couple of years, I came back to Canada and thought, I hate winter. I'm going to see what it's like to live in Vancouver. <laughs> and um, I started to work for a small cable company that had their own community channel. And because it was a community channel, I got to do a, a lot of different things. I was in front of the camera, behind the camera, in the master control, and um, realized that I don't actually like news journalism <laughs> what I really what I really liked and what I fell in love with is spending time to tell a story in video making sure the music's right making sure the visuals are right and with news journalism it's you get it out there as fast as you can it doesn't really matter what it looks like as long as you know the contents there just get it out right. and um, that wasn't what I was really interested in 
So I then started to do in, in 2020 when the Olympics were in Vancouver, I got an awesome gig traveling around for the province doing um, video blogging oh, cool. for Tourism BC. And that's when I started to create my own content and have my own company. And that got me onto television production. For six years, I had two TV shows that I was predominantly in charge of shooting, editing, distributing, everything. And those were adventure fishing shows. That's so cool. I had never fished in my life before. <laughs> but um, that also gave me a ton of um, experience in a, in a wide variety of things, including marketing. And that's where the my love of marketing and understanding businesses and advertising came from. And then I started Hitchflix. That's awesome. I love stories like that where you start out, and I see this with so many entrepreneurs, that you start out on one path and you think you know what it is that you're going to end up doing. And then just through experience and the way life unfolds, you sort of, you find yourself exactly where you need to be, but it's not always the thing you thought it was supposed to be or it takes a different direction. Yeah. yeah. And I'm lucky. I really do love what I do. I don't feel like I'm working when I'm working awesome. and um, I, I consider myself lucky because of that. That's so good. I, yeah. And it shows, it shows in your work and it shows in your passion when you talk about video and video marketing. Yeah. Thank you. So if someone, you know, listening they're you're hearing this and it's, it can be overwhelming for entrepreneurs and business owners to do their own video. So I'm sure there are listeners out there who are thinking what, how would they go about working with you or how do they learn more about what you offer? So what are some ways that you would, you would suggest that they connect with you? Yes, they can certainly go to my website, hitchflixmedia.com, and that's hitch as in connect. The idea was about connecting people through video, hitchflix, oh, cool. and um, go there or to LinkedIn um, is an also, also a great place to connect with me. Perfect. And I'll post those links as well in the show notes. So those will be available. And then what would be the next step? So when someone does, they're like, yes, this is what I need in my business. What are the next steps for them in terms of working with you? We always go through a discovery session um, in detail, learning about their business, learning if we're the best fit for each other. Um, there are a lot of different videos and types of videos solutions out there. And um, we try our best to provide what we can to our clients, um, but we can't do everything. So provided um, that we um, go through the discovery session and can come up with tools and solutions that we, I, we really truly believe we can help our clients with, then we move forward from there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. I know this was incredibly valuable. I, I feel selfish because I feel like I learned so much out of it that I, that I know other people will as well. So thank you. My pleasure. So I hope that all of you are really excited about using video in your business or using it maybe differently than you have before. Definitely check out Kelly's links in the show notes and connect with her further. She is really a powerhouse of knowledge when it comes to video. So you will definitely want to get in touch and connect with her. Thanks so much for listening today. Hope you enjoyed this episode and Hope you have a fantastic day.